0: Ice tea. Go acapella. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, everybody. Our guest on this program, John Lynch, future Hall of Fame, hard-hitting, long-time Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Denver Bronco in studio, in the flesh, and we're going to give him a surprise. Hmm. We're going to give him a surprise, Chris Brockman. We're going to give him a surprise, Chris Law. We are going to surprise him with one of our analysts. Let Everybody out there can just guess. All right. what? Which one of our analysts would actually please him and surprise him the most? That's coming. I like it. We've already chatted this week with Josh Freeman, the Python-owning uh, hired gun of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Great great dude. Loved it. Great dude. Great chat. Snake collection. We we ask you to seek that conversation out. We are moments away from that door of our podcast studio being knocked upon with every single member of the game day crew coming through it. I don't know if that's going to happen.
2: It's a hard bunch to wrangle. We're <laughs> all here.
0: You. We're all here for the game day morning shoot promo shoot for this year. Last year it was us in cars. We were shooting it throughout. The, that was very cool. The uh, where the was area that shot here that, that was shot in the Cheviot Hills section of uh, here okay. in Los okay. Angeles.
2: that's the one where the dog comes and licks you on the face in the morning. That
0: was shot somewhere completely else, but the, where the cars the were shot like, was in Cheviot Hills. But the commercial the you're speaking of is is that commercial? This one is being shot within our studio walls. And it's I, chaotic here today. It, it's yeah, it's a little nutty because it was like not a movie only set. We, well, because we're not only shooting this commercial, we're also getting new sets up and running. And we have for the for the morning show, NFL AM for NFL Game Day morning is going to be on a new set as well this year. And
2: we've been live all day with all inside day, day training long camp. for
0: Inside Training Camp. Yes, that's the day that we've got going on here chaotic. at NFL Network. And already some news is being made in the NFL. Joseph Adai, who was picked up by the Patriots, cut cut by the Patriots. Adios.
2: Live
0: and let it die. Wow. Oh,
2: it's, uh, it's not an original. I can't. Of no, I can't of course. Of course. All right, Chris original. Berman. Hey, Joseph, <laughs> live and let it
0: die. <laughs> what? You know, my favorite Bermanism was uh, Bernard, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, that was my favorite. One. That was my mine was a uh, Jim two silhouettes on Duchesne's. That's a good one. This was Bert B. Holmblad. Eleven isn't a classic as well. Yeah. Mine, a, you know what? My Nick, I because you know I got Berman nicknames. Okay. Because. That was his way of, thankfully, letting you know he liked you. Uh, My two nicknames were Rich, Betty Davis, Eisen. Nice. Okay. Great. And Rich, Lucy in the Sky with Eisen.
2: That's, okay. I don't know which is better.
0: (laughs) I like Betty Davis, Eisen. I like that one. (laughs) You know, those are my two Berman nicknames. Why didn't no one ever
2: call your Michigan guy Tyrone Cream of Wheatley?
0: That's um. That, maybe that, Bur- that well, maybe Berman did. I don't know. I don't, Sounds don't, like a Bermanism. Sure. At any rate, uh, those guys are all here. We're all here. And I'm hoping, hoping that they knock on the door and they all walk in um, and we tape an audio, special audio podcast with, with all of them. That would be wild. And um, that would be fun. Yeah. So that's what's going on here. What else is going on with well, Joseph Adai? He got cut. Um, well, it, how it, about this one? O.C. Uminoura giving RG3 a new nickname. What was it? Bob. 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 <laughs> the season's underway, folks. Oh, gosh. Bob Griffin. Uh, it's going to be such a good year. Bob. What about Bob? Come on. Sonarchy 3 Bob.
2: OC's oh, great. Oh. I hope the Redskins so, wait beat so, their pants. Well, in.
0: I mean, he's got the whole thing with LaShawn McCoy, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, listen, when you're the reigning Super Bowl champs and, you know, Osi's feeling it I, it, I love it. I love O.C. He doesn't Bob. It,
2: he, we had that was my favorite Bowl.
0: bottom line, uh, uh, you know, on our ticker. That's that's where I first that heard it. Scrolled, yeah, it scrolled. Like O, o-, o- C U Manura has new nickname for Robert Griffin the Third: colon and then quote unquote Bob. That's breaking news that's, here at the network today. Hey, I love that sort of stuff. To me, that's the sort of stuff that fans love to talk Absolutely. about, right? Almost as much. No as who's doubt cut, about it. For who's, sure. Who's in, who's out? Because
2: you know what? Smack Talk is great. You know what we also haven't even talked about yet? No. Hard Knocks starts soon. That's How right. excited are you for that?
0: Yeah, it'll be great.
2: Chad Johnson.
0: Yeah, he, re- he he's no longer Ocho Cinco. He's back. He's back as Johnson.
2: Very nice. Well, if we don't get those guys in here, be sure to watch the television show this week because there is some behind the scenes with you and yes. all those guys. Absolutely. Week. Yes. A lot That's of fun. Fun stuff. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You guys were, were around all morning with a camera. It was good stuff. For some time.
2: great takes from you and Irvin in there.
0: And we also have uh, giveaways, Facebook t-shirt Absolutely. giveaways. And let's not forget the international shout-out of the week. Backed by popular demand. Who's demanding, seriously? The people. Okay. Of the world. Of the world, okay. actually. The is listeners it, across the world. Is there anything else we're missing before we get to John Lynch? Anything um, else we're missing? I don't, we,
2: right? got a, we got some good guests coming up next week. But other than that, we're, nothing else we're really missing.
0: Yeah, we got um, uh, Mark Duplass.
2: Yes, from the league. Uh, right. Which, league. well...
0: Yeah, yeah. The league starring Rich Eisen and Chris Brockman. Just a little preview for you, right there. Um, while Law was on vacation. Sorry, buddy. The league called and said, "You know, would you like to when Jeff shoot Schaefer an calls?" Episode? We have to answer. And well, <laughs> I, again, so I, we can't. We're, we 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 are not allowed to give too much away. But Any, I, I really. am on an episode of the league. We shot a, an episode of the league. And and uh, and Brockman is is on it too.
2: And whose idea was it for the producers to come be, and be you. on the that show? That would be you. That
0: would be you, Law. But uh, yeah. the, uh, yeah. timings, everything in, I guess in life. It is. But uh, but also in in this respect too, um, Brockman did not hang out with Aaron Andrews. That's true. I in that. a in a posh, swanky post Adam Sandler movie premiere party. This is very true. You did. I and did. confused her for Jen Brown but let's not get too ahead of ourselves we'll Fish talk about star. that when we have uh, when we have Mark Duplass on next week um, uh, Dak Shepard the uh, the actor one uh, uh, funny dude who's also on Parenthood which is a great uh, television show and
2: I believe he got his start on the, uh, the um, Ashton Kutcher Punked, punk right? yes. Yeah, yeah. Punk'd, Punk'd
0: and, and now we have Funny Guy and, good on B- and he's B- coming A-Mile. in and then there's of course more to come we, we can't announce that yet but Efforting. Uh, let's get to John Lynch everybody John Lynch One of the all-time great Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the all-time great defensive backs in the National Football League, a nine-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, 15-year veteran of the National Football League and a Super Bowl champion, currently one of the uh, analysts on Fox. John Lynch, good to see you. Rich, it's wonderful to see you. Yeah, thank you for coming in.
3: Yeah. What's uh my first podcast? Ever, ever, Anyone. I don't think I've ever done a podcast. Well, listen, John,
0: it's 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 sort of the same. It's sort of like I, again, I always go back to uh, sports and movie analogies with the movie Hoosiers. Uh-huh. You know, like we can measure the rim to the floor, <laughs> the baseline to the foul line. It's, I like it. You know, it's just the same thing, just a different setting. I feel at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? It's just it, <laughs> that is one of my favorite analogies. There's so many different times where I feel mm-hmm. that way. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like it. It's the same. You know. We're still him. talking into mics. Mike's
3: live. We're just yeah, having a conversation. Uh,
0: yeah. You enjoy doing games? Enjoy I do. You enjoy doing the football games? I
3: really do. I think uh, oftentimes I think uh, players finish, you know, careers, however long they may be. Right. And uh, one thing that I knew playing 15 years is I, I loved every second of it. And I, uh, I fought for a while let's, let's try to do something else. Like I'm, you know I'm bigger than just a football player, mm-hmm. but every time I kept thinking about that, I came back to, I love this game, and I want to be a part of it, and I think this affords you a great opportunity to do that, be out amongst you get much more of a global outlook on the on the league. You know I knew the Tampa Bay Buccaneers very well, I knew the Denver Broncos very well, yep. but you get to see the rest of the league and, and uh, get to share your passion and knowledge uh, with the viewers. It's, it's a lot of fun, and you still feel the energy of
0: a stadium you do. And that's that's pretty special. There's nothing like that. I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, what's it like being at a game? And, cause I, and the league has been uh, dealing with the issue mm-hmm. of getting fans into the stadiums mm-hmm. these days because uh, a lot of fans are saying, well, instead of spending X amount of dollars to go to a game, I'm just going to pour it into a 50-inch high-definition television and get all my replays, and it's great. But moments before a kickoff, in the NFL and when Tom Eats ball for the first time you just feel, I'm like even getting I'm I'm feeling it right now you know what I mean I feel it right now and it's just there's nothing there's nothing like that you know but You're right
3: I think so many people have that argument why would you go to a game right. now when you've got HDTV, TV you got no bathroom line John Lynch those telling you what's going on <laughs> Yeah she, but But you're right about that energy. That's the reason why, because you're there, uh, you feel emotions of the game, and this is such an emotional game and it's such a part of it. And when you're there, um, that's awesome. I know Mooch,
0: we we make fun of Mooch on Thursday nights when it's me and Marshall and Dion, Irvin, and Mooch Mariucci, who you know know real well. Okay. Uh, When he, we're standing on the sideline after doing the pregame show and we're watching (laughs) the kickoff, and sometimes we stay and watch the game on the sidelines. Mm hmm. Mooch will get his hands down on his knees and lean over at the fir- at the line of scrimmage, and he'll hit the side judge, you know, on the arm, and go, "What happened <laughs> right there? What were you guys looking at?" And he just, it's, it's the, only thing, element, yeah. the only thing, the only thing missing is the headset yeah. and the challenge flag, wherever he kept it, you know, <laughs> don't you
3: get excited, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, and it's, it's something that's, uh, that that's tough, I guess, when you've been in it for certainly as long as you did to just go completely cold Turkey, what do you miss about playing? Do you miss anything
3: about playing? At all? Oh, I miss a lot about it. And, and I, I think, um, you know, people talk about camaraderie all the time. I still have camaraderie. I still talk to the guys i played with. We still get together from time to time. I've got friends off the field. So I I think, um, you know, being around and the banter in the locker room, but but more so than that, it's just competing every day. The thing I loved about what I did for 15 years, had Mm -hmm. the opportunity to do, was that you were challenged each and every day. It didn't matter what you had done before and how much success you had before. What are you going to do today? And that opportunity to challenge yourself against the best in the world at it, um, that was awesome. What
0: was your mindset when you put the helmet on, John? Because you have, you know, you got the rep when you hit people and you hit them hard. And sometimes you got a letter from the league because of how you hit them. What was your mindset when you played?
3: Well, it was simply to do whatever I could to help my team win. And that happened to be the style of play that I played. I'm not ashamed of it. I think, you know, these days it's like hitting someone hard is a bad thing, (laughs) you know, because of everything going on. Uh, You know, I'm very proud that I played the The game, I think, the way it's supposed to be played. And I played it with, uh, I believe, a great deal of integrity, never tried to injure someone. I uh, tried to do my job, tried to make it uncomfortable for them. Uh, you know, I tell people often, I never tried to hurt someone. I did try to make it hurt. I, I, I wanted them to think twice. And, you know, the guys that I learned to play the position from, Ronnie Lots of the world, Bill Walsh, who was my coach at Stanford, taught me that's your job. You let people know that if they come in your zone, um, they're, they're, they're going to pay a price for it.
0: What was it like being a college football player? And that is Bill Walsh. Talking to you, telling you what's what and how to play. It's unbelievable.
3: unbelievable. And I, you know, uh, God bless his soul. I owe so much to him because... uh... You know, I was a quarterback my first uh, two years, and really came went into my junior year at Stanford as a uh, as a quarterback. And then, Denny Green was our coach then. I uh, I switched over to safety, but really just had a me- mediocre year. I had signed professional baseball, and really that's the direction I was going. The Marlins, and, right? Ninety two, yeah. yeah the uh-huh. Marlins, and so had gone and played a summer. But Bill Walsh saw the film that I played in my junior year, and he came in and he said, "Look, I'm not trying to sell you anything." But I'm telling you, you can be a Pro Bowl safety in the NFL. And I had played about 30% of the snaps my first year at safety, my junior year. And I'm going, well, you know, I know you said you're not trying to sell me something, but it really sounds like you are. And he went as far. I tell people the story and they can't believe it. He went as far as he had made a highlight tape and he'd show a play of myself making a play and then a show of a play of Ronnie Lott making a play a play of myself and and the same type breaking up a pass and then Ronnie Lot to
0: whom it. is he showing to this? me
3: okay and uh, to conv- convince you trying trying to convince me to come back for my senior year and so uh I chose to sign with the Marlins but under the caveat that I could come back for my senior year and uh things took off under coach Walsh and the rest is history so
0: he's showing you he's comparing you yeah to your face, yeah. to Ronnie Lott.
3: Not telling me I'm Ronnie Lott, but here's what you could be. Here's what reminds me uh, of Ronnie Lott when I watch you play. And uh, I'm going, wow. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you are selling me a bill of goods, but I'm I'm all in. And, and who from uh, the
0: Marlins was tugging on you at that time?
3: Well, it was their general manager. John Bowles was his name. And mm-hmm. uh, Gary Hughes, all the people that signed me. They weren't too happy when I told them that I was going to come come back and play my senior year. Um you know, but I think everything works out for a reason. I kind of found my home there, and uh, that's where I really developed my passion for for football and and at that position. And it was a great year. We had a great year at Stanford, and I think Bill Walsh uh, said many times that it was as much fun as he ever had coaching.
0: Did you ever th- think of pulling a Dion? I mean, this was '92. Dion yeah. was showing how it was done. i some of my favorite stories that Dion tells. Are his baseball stories? Yeah, uh, I mean, and uh, did you ever think
3: about maybe? I thought about it. Do I think it? the combination that I was doing—I was a pitcher and playing defensive back—they didn't—they they didn't really <laughs> mix, you know. If I were playing outfield and and the, uh, sure. safety, then maybe. But being a pitcher, you know, I remember getting in trouble with the marlins because i was lifting weights and they you know back then baseball players didn't lift weights you know and sure. and uh pitchers didn't at least and so mm-hmm. there were those kind of issues that i was battling all the time and um so i i don't think it would have worked and uh you know once the the tampa bay buccaneers uh drafted me mm-hmm. it was it was time i dedicated my energy towards that what was your pitch what was your out pitch well i it, not not much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you, you I, I was right. drafted. I, 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 right. I, I uh, was drafted <laughs> the second round higher than I was in football, but uh-huh. I just threw hard. I threw hard and I had a lot of movement and, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think I, I could have made it. But I didn't have a whole lot other than a fastball that, that was kind of nasty. It would move all over. But it was hard for me to control it because I right. kind of had a live arm. But it was it was live to the point I couldn't control it. Well, it
0: certainly worked out for you. Yes. Uh, there's no question about that. As you also, apparently, you threw the first pitch in the franchise history of the Erie Sailors. Is that a true story?
3: Of the Florida Marlins, the which Florida happened Mars. to be in Erie, Pennsylvania. First the, pitch? Of- first pitch in the organization history. And Wayne Heisinga, who owned the Marlins at the time, and all the... All the dignitaries came up to this little elementary school where we played the right field. I remember it was like two fifty. Yeah. All these guys are there, and I throw the first pitch. They stop the game. The Hall of Fame come take my hat, are my you uniform, serious? jersey. You're everything. in the.
0: You're in the. You're yeah. in Cooperstown.
3: Yeah, it was for a long time. I, I believe it still is. So. Um, wow. Yeah. We got to. And maybe you the know. The only problem though, the yeah. first first seven were balls. <laughs> that's that's, that's how I open the. That's how I open. You the, the, the first Marlins, yeah. Marlins yeah. pitchers yeah. ever faced. Yeah. <laughs> you walked them. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! Um, so Bill Walsh is the one who says play uh, safety, and then you go out and the way you play as you as you went about your business. We've already discussed that. Now you're a com uh, a commentator, mm-hmm. and you say you have a global look at the league. What What do you think? It, do you like the approach of the league and how they are trying to get the hits in the strike zone, even though they find guys and potentially get ready to suspend them if they're fined enough uh on the concept of it doesn't matter intent the mere fact is yeah. you hit them in this spot doesn't matter if you intended or not we don't care about that you hit them there we're going to find you and yeah. if you find you enough we're going to suspend you yeah. what do you think about that john
3: i'll phrase it like this because you know i still get nervous talking about that you always feel like big brothers watching or something but <laughs> well, hey here's the deal i I, I don't like it. I understand it. You know, with all these lawsuits now, I think that brought some finally resonated. Why are you, Why are they doing this to players? When mm-hmm. because oftentimes I would, you know, get, get fined, and the league, you know, when you're talking to them, they they would almost tell you behind the back. We we understand you could not have done anything. We appreciate the way you play the game but it's something we have to do and i could never understand that then all these lawsuits started coming and now uh, going okay that's that's what was going on well
0: there's also now more awareness More I awareness think,
3: of, of the yeah.
0: long term effects there's no doubt as there's well. no doubt
3: the, the thing that bothers me a little bit is um, you know safeties linebackers are really the positions that are getting targeted now uh the ones getting hit for these fines cuz they're the guys in position on these you know bang bang plays and you know, the research that I've heard it's not the big hits that are the ones that cause the damage, it's the linemen that play after play, like a jab in boxing that play mm-hmm. after play after mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. But yet they they want to penalize the ones that are I think good solid legal plays. Um because they're the ones that stand out. And so I, I think I have a problem with that. And and I think a lot of times it's unavoidable. I understand what the league's doing. I do worry though, um, you know, there's so much worry about the head now mm-hmm. that I think in in many ways they're teaching you know, bad technique. They're teaching guys to turn their heads mm. and I worry about neck injuries now. You know, if you you're gonna save the head, but are we gonna have more neck issues and things of that nature? So it's a it's a touchy issue to say the least. I appreciate what the league's trying to do. Don't necessarily agree with it on all fronts. I think in some form or fashion, um, you've got to try to improve it and improve the safety, but Bottom line is this is a violent and physical sport, and that's part of the allure of it. And when you sign up, you know that. Well, what's the answer then?
0: You know what I mean? Because
3: if somebody
0: hits somebody else Mm -hmm. in the head, Mm -hmm. and even though the guy may be ducking or something like that, the flag's going to get thrown. Yeah. Even if the guy now hits him in the shoulder. I mean, I've advocated that there be instant replay anytime there's a helmet-to-helmet 15-yard penalty thrown, yeah. that, it, that that there should be an ability to challenge that to say, let's just see if they really did. Because mm-hmm. it's so bang-bang. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that these refs get as much right as they do what do you What is the answer though?
3: Well, first of all, I mean, you can't ever take all the head to head contact out of football. It's an impossibility. Your head is attached to your body. people are moving so fast. Just watch you know you get these great views on Fox or c b s and you see the line play every play. those guys boom boom, you know there's 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 head head Mm -hmm. contact. You know, I think one of the areas and one thing I used to argue, I I think you've got to go to technique at the lowest levels. You got to teach proper technique. Mm -hmm. Long ago, though, I told the league they were making a mistake when they started including the face mask as part of the helmet, because believe me, wholeheartedly, I believe you duck your head, you put it down Like, Mm -hmm. like used to be commonplace in the NFL. That's got no place in the game. It's a recipe for disaster. But There's an old adage, see what you hit. And when guys are taught to stick their face masks through people, which is good technique, your head's up, you're not head down. Uh, they started including that, and I think they started going down a slippery slope there because that's perfect technique. And you're telling people, well, it's technique, but the technique they're being taught is now being penalized. And so I think that's that's a problem, but I think it is technique. I think it's lowering the target, and uh, I think that's got to happen at a grassroots level from yeah. Pop Warner on up. We had Peter Berg, the
0: director of Battleship and the uh, director of Friday Night Lights and the mm-hmm. creator of the television series, and he's making this one of his um, – uh, raison d'etres right now he's making this uh, a cause for him to certify coaches mm-hmm. at the pop warner level to make sure that they don't just need to have a pulse and a fingerprint and a clean record to teach a kid how to play football and that you need to teach these kids to dip at their to dip at the hips and not bend over and, That's right. and that if you ever see a kid on the field do that by bending his his at the waist and going with the head he sat down. Yeah. I think it's a good practice and you maybe even sit all the kids down. Yeah. I and mean, I might make an example of the young man, but at least that's what he thinks needs to be done. One is that you 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 know just because you play Madden football yeah and you've got a clean record doesn't mean you should be teaching an 8-year-old how to play how right. to hit. That's, that's number right. 1. And then number 2 is go ahead and make it just everybody knows you dip your head to make a tackle, you're out of the game. Yeah, you're out of practice. You're out of the game. You're out. Yep. Period.
3: I agree and with that's him. what he's saying. I agree right with them. And a lot of that at the grassroots level, that, that happens out of fear. Kids are afraid to. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, keep, sure. you what well, do? You, do? you cringe, position, you know, and, and uh, yeah. But you got to teach that. You got to instill that, such that it's such a second nature. And you look at the the best players the best tacklers are Ray Lewis he very very seldom will go helmet to helmet because he plays low even in his 16th 17th year he has the ability to 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 break down his hips and, and play low but it's a it's a tough issue I think um I think there's a you know when 80% 80% of the league is past players are suing the league. It's easy to understand why there is the perception, but believe me, not every player that played this game is walking around punch drunk. That's not a reality in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, the leagues put themselves in this position, I think by probably not taking good enough care of the, of the retired players, both the players and the league, I think could, should own up to that. And that's what made this a problem in the first place. Um, but I think there is a rush to judgment. You know, I lost my great friend Junior Seau earlier this year, and mm-hmm. right away people are saying it's the head trauma, it's the head trauma. Well, there's a lot of other things going on in Junior's life that happens to a lot of players as they retire and leave the game. Uh, that that's a that they struggle in transition. That I think are equally or more responsible than than the head trauma.
0: Yeah, and so many people um, don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Once they hang them up, and you have obviously chosen. Uh, This profession and are uh, very good at it. And each passing year, you're also involved with your foundation. I want to talk about that right now the John Lynch Foundation that you just had your salute to the stars awards luncheon this past may tell us a little bit more about that john
3: well it's a great deal we um you know we started in in tampa and uh, my wife linda and i both came from families where you you we were taught that giving back is not just a nice thing to do but a responsibility and when i um got to live out my dream and play in the nfl i understood from watching players like a hardy nickerson and you know, Paul Gruber guys that were my mentors at the, at the Martin May, who now the GM for the Detroit lions that we're doing great things in the community that here's a, here's a wonderful opportunity. And, uh, so we started our foundation, our missions to develop young leaders. Uh, we have our own programs where, you know, we have now sent over a hundred kids onto four-year institutions on, on scholarships. And mm-hmm. it's something we're very proud of. We do, uh, what we call our exceptional stars of the year where we give scholarships to kids with down syndrome and or physical disabilities. And, uh, you know, we're real proud. Uh, we just found out a couple of weeks ago that, uh, one of our girls who won our exceptional award, uh, in 2011, Briquel bro is going mm-hmm. to the Paralympic games and, uh, you know, no couldn't, couldn't be more excited for a girl born with no legs. One of the most inspirational people I've ever met and she'll be in London. So big going shout to out to Brackel. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic.
3: Yeah. That's I mean, really cool. th- that
0: is—that's what you do this stuff for. That's exactly right. That's do, exactly. do you speak to the uh, to other players to sort of instill this? Do you think this is being passed down? The torch yeah, I think in it's one NFL? of the
3: great things about the NFL. There's so many things that uh, I think because of things like the the whole concussion issue that mm-hmm. that aren't being talked about. There's there's great work being done in each and every community. Each and every team, uh, we hear about the negative things. But there's so much positive work. And I think it's something that the uh, – I, I think a wonderful tradition that is passed down from, yeah. from player to player. And, and uh, it's a great opportunity. I think players are taking advantage of it. Because
0: a lot of players, I mean, in the NFL, you don't see them because right. there's a face mask, right? Right. And when they take the mask off or the face mask off, the helmet off, you you don't look too happy, right? I mean, because it's a very <laughs> intense game. Yeah it's yeah. more often than not a scowl. That's right. And when you're firing your your teammates up, it looks like you're yelling at them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when when we talk about stuff like this, it's sort of important. And I I'm not just saying that because I've, you know, been working for the NFL for for 9 years. It just a lot of a lot of players they come across as angry and right. it's a violent game, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's crucial, you know, to talk about stuff. Yeah, like and it's also. awesome.
3: It really is. And you know, the one thing that that I've really learned, mm-hmm. our foundation now is more supported than it ever was when I was playing. And I is that I, right? I kind of feared, all right, I'm done playing. No people aren't going to support this anymore. And mm-hmm. you realize if you put a good product out there, something you believe in, people right. can believe in. Which in this case for us is the kids. Doesn't matter whether you're playing or not. Right. Um, you Know we raised more money this last year than we ever have by a long shot, okay. and uh, that's that's an awesome day. And
0: Denver is Denver your, your Denver base is where we're operations right? And
3: now? uh, we spend a lot of time in San Diego, but Denver is where we're living and raising our four kids, and uh, life is good. What in the world
0: is Peyton Manning going to look like this year <laughs> in Denver? That is to me, storyline number one yeah. in the 2012 season, uh, period. End of story, yeah, and
3: uh. You know, an unbelievable job by, I think, the Denver Broncos of identifying early that we're going to make a play at this. And then, uh, you know, is that is that
0: is that your way of saying
3: it was a bloodless coup of Tebow mania in in Denver? I'm I'm, Tim's a good friend of mine, lived Uh in our neighborhood there. I became close with him. But when you get an opportunity to get arguably the greatest player of all time, I think you got to take your shot, Uh, provided they thought he was healthy and or going to be healthy and i think they Mm -hmm. looked at all that they felt comfortable with that and uh you know elway i think did a tremendous job of selling the organization selling denver to Peyton, and the opportunity that he could come in kind of put his his imprint on their system meld their two systems together Mm -hmm. i think they become an instant contender they got a brutal schedule it's as tough as it gets yes it is but uh this guy, that's what he does. He wins about 11, 12 games a year, and so I'm not not putting it past. I've been around him a lot. I think he's feeling a lot better. He's not all the way there, but he's still got time, and uh, I'm excited to watch it. That we all are.
0: Yeah. I mean, his first two games are on national TV. Yeah. His first is Sunday night against the Steelers in Denver, next one in Baltimore, uh, and it's, it's going to be great just to see it all play out for sure. As for Tebow, you said you got to know him, right? Yeah. Um, what does make him tick?
3: Yeah. Can you let us in on that? Uh, he, the guy, I, I, I tell you, he. Uh, I, I run into a lot of people that that almost think his whole deal is an act, and that that's the one that's thing. A lot and of I people think, believe that. Yeah, yeah, I think the one reason that he resonates with young kids, old kids, uh, old people. Everyone is because he's genuine. What you see is what you get. You can like it. You cannot like it. But what you see is what you get in terms of the personality. I don't
0: know why people wouldn't like it. Yeah. I I think what it is is we live in a very cynical world that gets more and more cynical with each passing day and almost every facet of our life. And certainly with the Internet and talk radio and politics. And there's Mm -hmm. always people bashing that we all believe something that is too good to be true rarely really is that
3: right i think you hit it on the head
0: and i think that that's what our society is right now and you throw tim tebow into that mix and his level of play increases and his special plays seem to appear at the most incredible (laughs) moments and you mix that all together and you get somebody that everybody's fascinated by Mm -hmm. And that's why I do ask you what makes him tick. What does, yeah. cause he is a human being. He's got to hear all of this stuff yeah. from what you have come to know about him. What, what does make him go?
3: Well, he knows who he is and what he's all about. He's very centered in that. And I think, um, I, I keep coming back to that word passion, everything that guy does. He's, mm-hmm. he spoke to our kids last year at our lunch and this year, John Gruden did, but it's just, uh, it's passion. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, the guy knows how to win. Uh, I talk to quarterbacks all over the league, and he right. drives them crazy because they're used to this thing being a thing of beauty. It's not beautiful watching him play the quarterback position, but right. I know that the Broncos were 1-4 and four when he came in, I believe, and they ended up in the final eight. The guy mm-hmm. knows how to win. And, he does. Uh, you know, whether that could sustain itself and win a championship someday, which I think you're trying to do, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I think he'd have to gross, you know, grossly improve as a passer. Sure. But the guy knows how to win. He knows how to inspire people. I remember talking to Champ Bailey, who's mm-hmm. a low-key guy, one of, one of the great players I ever had the opportunity to play with. He said, John, it's crazy. This guy makes me want to play harder in my 15th year. I mean, they, he brings something out of you, and I think that's what great players do. But at the
0: very end of it all, it just didn't seem that Elway thought this was sustainable.
3: Is that well, a fair assessment? I think it's very fair, I and, and I go back to – Um, one thing I love about John and what he's done, a lot of players, a lot of teams and management are just trying to have a decent season and put butts in the seats. He he's there for one reason. He wants to bring a championship back to Denver and he felt like to bring a championship there. Once he had an opportunity to get Peyton Manning, this it was a shot that he could not, uh, Mm -hmm. he could not turn his back on and he went after it and, and they, they won. They got him.
0: And it is, it is. And, and um hey Chris Brockman can you call in the newsroom and find out can you call over there real quick um, the T boat last one thing on T-boat. do you have a time crunch by the way no okay I'm good cool. uh the last thing on Tebo what what happens in New York City what happens here in the cauldron of yeah. the back pages and Sanchez being the guy yeah. and there are going to be reps split in practice, they're going to be reps split yeah. in games. How is that going to work in 2012 NFL? Well, you world? know,
3: for Tim and for the Jets, I like it and I don't like it. I think I like it for Tim because he's got someone in Rex Ryan who I think really believes in him, and that's what he needed. He, he can, he's got to have someone that believes in him that plays to his strengths. Mm-hmm. He's got that there. Um, you know, I think in many ways it would have been best for Tim to go to Jacksonville. One of the things I think I, I've always believed is you take care of stuff on the field, and then. The ancillary stuff off the field comes, and I think to to earn players respect, that's real important. That you do it on the field first, and I, you know, Tim will tell you that it's, you know, because he's got a mission. He wants to bring people to the Lord, and all, you know, which is wonderful. But I think you take care of it on the field, and maybe stay out of of the limelight a little. In New York, he's going to be right in there now. And, oh my gosh, is he ever! Uh, and
0: it seems though the Jets are all in on that though. But I think the, they like it the Jets love it the <laughs> yeah. Jets love how about,
3: it how about, they got some drama in there Sanchez Dayton Eva Liguria I, Tim Tebow I mean that I place know. is gonna...
0: <laughs> you know what I mean and Kate Upton's been does, in, in, in the ether with that whole thing I'm telling you I'll tell you this one story. I won't tell you who it is, but someone from the Jets organization, because I was tweaking Mike Mayock during our draft coverage, trying uh-huh. to mention Tebow any single moment possible, because he's, that tweaks him. Like, let's talk about things that matter. Let's uh-huh. talk about stuff that, that that's football stuff, you know, not this star stuff, even though he does respect Tebow's ability and all right. that sort of stuff. But I was tweaking him. Anytime, like uh, when the Colts were on the clock in the middle of the fifth round, I'm like, well, they got this in the Drew Stanton trade. The Jets got this pick in the Drew Stanton trade from the Colts. <laughs> And they wouldn't have had that trade unless Tim Tebow came like I was trying to mention Tebow as much as possible and it was really getting them upset. And I got an email from someone in the Jets organization saying keep it up. Keep it up.
3: They love it. They love it. They love it. You know, yeah.
0: and I just don't know how this thing is going to play out. You know, it's going to yeah. be fascinating. You know, that's definitely one of the stories uh, of the 2012 season. They also. aren't ever
3: boring. That's for sure. No, no.
0: Uh, I know. Before I do let you go, I wanted to talk about your Tampa Bay years and mm-hmm. figured who better to do that with than this Come man. walking <laughs> You how you do it? How you doing?
1: Come on How are you doing? Hold a hold a
0: Let's <laughs> move this around. Warren Sapp is joining us. Yeah,
1: oh, seat. boy. I figured,
0: you know, I could not. Not talk about the Tampa <laughs> Take a seat, take yeah. <laughs> Thank,
1: Thank you. Thank you. For, Good sir. Old 99. You, sir. On, nine, nine, four, seven, back in the house again.
0: <laughs> See, I sometimes I do a this is your life thing on the podcast. <laughs> yes, he does. I, I, I got you one time, right? Big Didn't time. You? The way
1: he got me was me and him in here going through, you know, like the first couple of days, and I'm going through the whole me and Dungey met at the, you know, in the hallway, went to his office, what he telling me, Tony's on the phone listening, and he says, is that about right, Coach? And
3: Tony's like, yep, that's about it. I mean, my whole body's like the chills. I mean, like goosebumps jumped uh, everywhere. Oh, my God. It was,
1: it was one of the worst days ever. I wanted to
3: kill him for that. So <laughs> you see Thompson. this smile, Rich. You want to make a DB happy. Give him some pass rush. I just got my pass rush That's that. right. <laughs> I walk away you the front. You remember they
1: work together. Tell, tell them this story the first day we ever met. You remember that? Oh, yeah. When I walked in the locker room, I say, Lynch. I said, you a white boy that be hitting <laughs> <laughs> He so and Derrick Brooks. Derrick Brooks. You know, because you know the Bucs. You know, you get ready to go to the Bucs. And huh, then it was, what, 11 straight, 10 straight, double-digit long yeah. season. So you trying to pick the, the little bitty stars. And I know Hardy Nixon's there. And then I remember I got ready to leave. One of the safeties at Miami said, no, Lynch, the hidden white boy. You got to go see him. I said, all right. So that's the first thing I said to him. I said, oh, you know white boy that be hitting.
0: <laughs> but so I, that's, what I got. that's what I was learning. But I heard there was also a story where Uh-oh. where it's on a plane, on a, on a team plane. <laughs> No, no no. I, no, no! I want, no, I want, no. I want, I want to hear. It. I want to hear from tell you guys, them. from you. Yeah. Where 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 SAP was giving you yeah. endless amounts of grief yeah. as you were a rookie? What was his story, John?
2: No, no I was, he, was, older, was than older than him. him. Yeah. But yeah. but okay.
3: um, you know, we had lost an, another game, like we like we often did then. And I think this is SAP's rookie year, and uh, we're coming home. And you know, I I had been there for three years, so the losing was just killing me. And I think. You know, Warren knew that we just weren't that good. So, you know, it was the plane was, you know, I thought too loud for after a loss. And, and, you know, so I was ticked off and sitting there. I think my head hurt from from a collision in the game. From hitting somebody. And um, all of a sudden I'm getting hit with something in the head. And I turn around and I said, who? Hey, I'm not in the mood, all right? You know, so (laughs) next thing you know. Another another car. I'm just telling whoever it is, and I think I know it too. I, I, I said, Whoever it is, I get hit one more. I don't care how big you're, I will whoop your. <laughs> and boom, I come up swinging. And I think Brooks and Brad pepper. a couple guys caught my arm. And Warren says, All right, we're good. <laughs> because prior to that, he thought, You know, I, I came from a little different. Upbringing, than Warren. silver spoon. You know, we little, like little to call it silver, silver spoon. Moon, silver the good spring. side of town. So, so Warren thought that you know, even though I was this guy, maybe I was a little not not where you know not that kind of guy he wanted to go. He said, "All right, we can go to war together." Little <laughs> go. go to war. <laughs> then, I, I want sure to, <laughs> sure to make sure <laughs> I get the
1: foxhole with it, you know, <laughs> The front and the back end work together. And yeah. without the back end, the front's no good. And without the front, the back end no good. You <laughs> I go because
0: you know I listen when you talk on game day morning, total access and all I Listen, and I also hear how you always talk about how. The Dungy defense was essentially built to lead everybody to this guy. Oh yeah, to
1: John Lynch. Oh yeah, right. We learned this. We learned this lesson one Sunday afternoon with the Detroit Lions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we left two gaping gap holes up. You know, Lich coming down. You know, that, that's Lynch. Lynch had a lap. Man, Barry Settler that hole deal like that. we came out of the lead, and he went for 80 and 82. We said, okay, let's tunnel everything. And if we make it nice and small, Lynch will kill whatever's in the hole. So right. that was our defense. We knew we had the bowling ball pin coming, the eighth man in the box. We were going to make sure that hole's nice and small, the way the running back had to squeeze through there. And he finished him. Oh, my goodness. But it started
3: him. right there. It started at that three technique position. Any team who plays a four three, you want to be good. Start right there. I remember Tony. You know, he was acting up one time, and Tony called us in to talk. He, what are we going to do about Warren? Derek Brooks and I are going. I don't know. He's, you know. And Tony said, I'll tell you one thing though. Uh, Chuck Knoll, Bud Carson taught me one time. This defense doesn't work with that, that guy right there. And that time it was Mean Joe Green. We had our version of Mean Joe Green right here. <laughs> How was
0: he acting? Oh, what was happening? Yeah, he's going just on?
3: being worried. <laughs> just from,
1: be back, bored, man. from back in the day, Hey, man. You know, like you know, like we, like I always say this: the ninety seventeen we jumped out five and zero, went and won a playoff game. Closed, you know, Hulahan Stadium, the old Sombrero, went into the new one, and. You know, I just went to my first Pro Bowl. I think Lynch had went to his. You know, we all felt a little, you know, high on the hog and uh-huh. came back out a little fat and out of shape. And, you know, that's what it was. You know, it's just, you know, you're just a little rebellious and dumb, you know, because, uh-huh. you know, you think that you, you've arrived and you know. And it's what you learn after you know it all what really counts. And, you know, he pulled me back and said, big boy, we're going to need you to play. And I'm like, all right. as long as the fellas is in with me? I'm in with them. Let's go. <laughs> and
0: what was it like, I guess, growing together? Oh. As a as a team.
1: <laughs> it was awesome. You what know, about I... the first the first eight games? You know, we were one in seven. Best one and seven team ever in <laughs> the The happiest one in seven team. If that <laughs> sounds crazy to you, you have to understand we were going through a learning process of gaps and you know where we turn the ball and certain defenses you spill and certain defenses you turn it back we were learning to become a unit and -hmm. we wasn't as strong until our weakest link i mean our first eight we was giving up what 140 yards rushing and then the last eight Mm -hmm. we was giving up like 89 i mean we finally you know the light came on because those dummy meetings on monday when he's running (laughs) the real like oh lord it's my turn i'm in the wrong gap you know it was one of those deals where we were young but we were learning together and once we got it together uh, it was just a matter of us just kicking the door down. That's all it was, you know. Yeah. Just, make, just making them accountable on the other side of the ball.
3: Yeah, I think it made it, you know, I, I, I think when anyone wins a Super we only won it one way, so that's all I know. But I think it made it so much more rewarding <sighs> because – as, as he likes to say, we took it from a third world country to the Taj Mahal. Yeah. That's up, that's <laughs> up, baby. To one of the wonders of the world, baby. Yes, we did. Yeah, he built it from the ground. Uh, out. Wow. Yes, we did. we did.
0: You definitely did. Man, it was burning. It was awful. Boy. Oh, it was,
1: <laughs> hey, man, but that was ours. It was ours, though, you mm-hmm. know? And the thing about it is it was so unique to us, you know, because we had a front, a middle, and a back because it was me, Brooks, and Lynch. And we held a standard that if you ain't gonna run with us, I tell you a funny story. Mm-hmm. You remember my pursuit drill? We ran a guy. Out of we had a dude come to us from another team. We won't do anything, We won't say any name. We won't protect. We won't the do that. Way. We oh, do not do nobody like that. But we got a drill that we start practice with. That's a thirty-five yard dead sprint. Rich, I'm talking about a dead turn sprint. I'm talking about we are going, and the coaches are at the goal line, and we go through you to get a thumbs up, or you get a thumbs down, and you get a thumbs down, you got to go back and do it again. Everybody has to go back and do it. <laughs> Your whole practice could be downhill from this point. <laughs> we watched a dude get, I think it was, what, one and a half million dollars signing moments he had? He said, I'll give it back. I want out of here. <laughs> one practice. One practice. That drill hit practice. him. Thumb down. And they called his name out. He had to go back. The whole unit looking at him like, what the? F-? Man. They Tampa went back. Heat? It was over. It, man. University of Tampa broken. Yes. He didn't even walk off the field, Rich. He made them put him on the the the, um, the cart. Made him put him on the cart and drive him in. He wouldn't even walk in. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. We'd run him out of there. It wouldn't take long. It wouldn't take
0: long. What was Dungy like? building you guys up did you see what you what, what, he, what he was doing at the time
3: yeah. or you realized what he was doing at the time we yeah, i think it was pretty evident right away it's such a departure from what we had because the place was so bad <laughs> the answer was always change you, you know we're going to get rid of this player we're going to get rid of this scheme so we were changing from week to week yet you, you didn't even ever try to get to know your teammates because they were going to be gone and uh, Tony came in. We're not going to change. we got the players we want. We're going to continue to draft good players. We're going to go with these schemes, and we're going to stick with them. And uh, on the defensive side, it really worked. On the, on the offensive side, maybe not the results we wanted. <laughs> because you he
1: never held them accountable. That's right. You just told them, That's pun right. play defense. Don't turn the ball over. Pun play defense. It was never – the accountability that we had on our side that's of right. the ball, because that's what Johnny brought to us. Yeah. Cause Johnny didn't want to just punt. Johnny wanted to hey, My offense works. Watch me go up and down the field. You, you know, talk about like, Gruden. Yeah, yeah. He was brash about it. And yeah. Tony was more like, just hold it together, yeah. fellas. And you know, we'll make a play for it. I mean, that was just yeah. his philosophy. And, I, I, that was the only thing. Yeah, that, he just didn't hold him accountable like we did. Because I used that, to walk in Rod's room and Rod be
3: like, "It's a nine sack week this week. <laughs> I'm like, who, who said that? Like Tony said like, what? We, we literally we'd we'd uh, we, they called it buck ball, but we'd we'd <laughs> uh, we'd win a game nine seven, and Tony would come into the the meeting on Monday morning offense, that is great Buccaneer football. That's how we play the game. They got three first down. Defense, we'd hold someone to 170 yards. Defense, that's not good enough. That's not I good enough. Yeah, just... I, got, I got plays up here What well, this play right here that goes to 25 yards is saying good enough right here, fellas. We we got to eliminate
1: these big plays
3: and these middle mistakes uh, right here. But God oh, bless him. You know, it's funny how he became an offensive genius when he met Peyton, Peyton Manning. <laughs>
1: When the, when the alien is driving the ship, boy, wasn't
3: it great? But I think that leaves us all with this feeling that we had such a great nucleus. You know, <laughs> as proud as we are of that one, you feel like, gosh, we should have had two or three more. You know, I see those guys from the Cowboys talking. That should have been us, but they they did have Troy Aikman. We didn't have a Troy Aikman. We got the bull later on. Yeah, we, we got the bull, bull later. We, we had the bull, bull. earlier. Brad Johnson ooh, delivered us ooh. one. We had the bull.
1: Yeah? yeah? You man. think so? Listen. <laughs> Go for it. We played a game in 1995, and I always like to go back to this game. 107 total yards with four first downs, you and we lost, Giants, right? we lost that game. We lost that game. I mean, I simmered for two days like <laughs> I have never simmered. You held the Giants game. to 107
0: yards total offense four first and four down. first downs and lost. And lost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's um, what we did. what we used to say. This is what I always tell people. You know, like when you stand in front of your team and say, do what we do, know what that is. And you know, I always say, do mm-hmm, what we do. Mm-hmm. From 1996 until we won a championship in 2002, that's a span of six seasons, which is 96 ball games. We gave up 16.02 points a game. That's why we said, give us 17, and we'll make a stick.
3: <laughs> because I knew what we were, that what we do, we'd make
1: a stick. You give us 17, we'd make a stick. You really do look at the triplets and Irvin and all those guys oh,
0: and say that man? I get is jealous, get a- man.
3: I get jealous. <laughs> you do? <laughs> you know, you, you think you'd spend all your time, you know, uh, when you think back. You don't spend all your time thinking back to your glory days. <laughs> but when you do, you think you'd say, wow, I'm so proud of that ring. But you, instead you say, we should have had three more. <laughs> Greed, should, is yeah. Greed is good. Greed is good. Certainly in sports, you got to be greedy. That 99 yeah. one's
1: ours. I, 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 yeah. I still look at the, the highlights. And, you know, Marshall always, you know, run around. Oh, right, right but by, yes. by they took it. I said, I got a letter from the league and a rule change Mind, buddy. I don't know what you have.
3: We always said if we could have just punted. That's what have punted.
1: Or better yet, don't blitz on third and twelve. I will
3: leave, <laughs> we'll leave it at that.
1: We'll leave it at <laughs> that, that, that. That's the Sap Attack, August the twenty second. I'm hate a little shameless plug, but that's what it is. It's in that
0: ninety nine really year, does. that would have been yours. You that, really believe that? Yeah. Eddie George would have did what on us. <laughs> uh,
1: hey, I mean, Man, never, I
0: mean, <laughs> they, you know, they, they, they came close. They
1: came one yard away. Yeah, but well, that was a different defense they was going against. Right. Yeah. That's your Super Bowl you're thinking. Yeah. No. The 2002 one is ours. That no, one's March. No, no, one no, so no, I know. That. That's, that's, no, cur- that's no, I, boys. No, can't I take that. it away from my boys. They they beat us. They did, but they right. gave us a letter and a rule
0: change behind it. So yeah, I know that. I know that. I love this conversation. This, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had D Brooks in here too. I was, well, I was one of my most fun assignments I've, ha- I've ever had. It was, I think, it was at the Super Bowl. It was a sprint event. Remember that? Oh, it was at yeah. the where where it was. We had you. Yeah, the three of us it sat a, down. It was you.
1: Oh, that's right. It was that's you, Warren, right. right. you, John, yeah. and
0: and D Brooks. Yeah. Yep. And, and it was event. for in front of a live. It was sort of like a yeah, live USF. America's game. USF, you know, like yeah, it, it was, was, yeah, it was. And yeah, it was and we relived really the Super Bowl guys, in the room, right, for really just cool. like an hour. We were sitting there and talking about the whole, you know, super knots about how you all, how we all went from from point A to point B. Now here you are, part of the paparazzi you you've, you've There's not enough networks that can contain you. <laughs> you, but, oh yeah, love the
1: escape. Whoa, yeah, oh, we had this. Did week. You love that,
0: but this week's a missile silo. Oh yeah, yes. and, and and a, and a boneyard, and then uh, which one is this week? Uh, down t- the tunnels beneath downtown Los Angeles is
1: this Ooh. week.
0: Well, in the gutters? In the gutters. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of the show. It's called The Great Escape on TV. You gotta yeah, watch I'm this. You fun. gotta watch this show. Oh my god, right. you gotta watch this.
1: These two nuts it's in fun. here yeah. talking about, oh, we're gonna win it and you gotta, you gotta get clues and all oh, I'm telling you. It's fine. Me and you will wreck this team. Nice. Me and <laughs> <be> Celebrity <laughs> my great. teammate right here. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys would be great. Yeah. You guys
0: would be great. Hey, John, thanks for coming That's in, man. You bet. You bet. John Lynch is here on the
3: podcast and of course, how can
0: people get involved with your foundation? Is there a website John
3: Lynch Foundation Org.
0: Okay, yeah. we can do that, and you, sir, I will see you in short order. You know it. That's Warren Sapp and John Lynch. Thanks for coming in, John. Yeah, thank you. You're on the Rich awesome. podcast. Yay! That was fun, old Lang syne type stuff. Warren Sapp, shocking. Hmm. John Lynch. It's great when and you, get... you could see, you could see these guys.
2: It's great when you get those oh, two they guys, really guys and, like each and other. just telling that story of them on the plane,
0: oh, and so him flicking the cards
2: at him, and he got up and was going to hit him.
0: That's yep, and that's when that's when he earned Sap's respect. Yep. And as you learned today, you two guys hanging out with all of the game day crew, Sap, you know, you got to earn his respect. Oh yeah, you must earn Warren Sapp's respect. You I, can't just be some Jamoke walking up to him and saying, "Hey, X, Y, and Z, let's. This is what we'd like you to do." You got to earn his respect. He's an all timer. He is. He, he is. He no- is. And and uh, and Lynch clearly, you know. Uh, loves that, him who's that white boy doing at, all the hitting who's that white boy doing all the hitting i've been told i need to check out the white boy doing all the hitting and he's a rookie saying this stuff same. right okay coming on in the scene um they're also by the way sap and lynch first time hall of fame eligible same in the same class yeah potentially wow mm-hmm. that would be great if, for those two guys if they can go in Absolutely. i just don't know if john's a, a first ballot guy i think warren's got more of a first ballot shot than than john lynch how so many safeties are in the Hall of Fame? Not many. I mean, it's How many do, you know, do you know the, the – take a guess because I'm reading all this research for our coverage coming up next mm-hmm. week or in two weeks for the Hall of Fame. The, the position with the most people in the Hall of Fame would be what? Take a guess. I would go offensive tackle? But it is offensive lineman. You yes. win. You win. Go answer the door. Let's see if it's those guys. Wow. Let's see if it's those guys. Open the door. And that Open is Kurt door. Warner. There you go. Kurt ah, Warner's the first one. All right. Yeah. The quarterback's all always right. the first to all arrive. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's get a little preview in here, actually. Kurt, take a seat. Just grab a headset. Yeah, just tell him. This to is go great. On, uh, just grab a headset. He's on guest Kurt's two. just going to grab. Here you go. He's on guest two.
2: Guest three, I think.
0: Actually. Kurt Warner is just a. This is just a preview of what we're, we're going to end up getting all the guys here. There you go. Can you hear us? Can you hear I me? Can hear you. There you go. I'm good, good to see you, Kurt. All right. Kurt, we're giving away t shirts right now. We're giving away T-shirts. Um, I made up T-shirts for Brian Anger, the punter, who was the third-round draft choice of okay. the Jacksonville Jaguars. A, a T-shirt called, uh, punters are people too. Okay. And um, would you, you have a shirt that says
4: rich nose? <laughs> Don't you have a rich nose shirt that you're giving away? <laughs> you know That's
0: what? An- I, I should probably do you, that. You probably should. But wouldn't you Would you not agree that punters are people too, though? I mean, wouldn't you agree with that?
4: Yeah. Oh, not with he's that. not Sounds like a no. i I'm not uh, convinced. <laughs>
0: See, okay, you know, to a degree, I'll give you that. Okay, yeah. so what what I, I had people do is 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 send to my Facebook page. Um,
2: Jeff Fiegel's not a big fan of your uh, uh, during Yeah,
0: during the Giants days. Fie- was Fiegel's your partner?
2: Fiegel's
4: your punter? was, yeah. Fiegel's was. Fiegel's. I love that guy. See, he's a person. He is, no question. He's people. Now, once you get him off the football field, he's a person, definitely. Okay. On the field, eh.
0: So here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like to, because I'm going to choose by random three Facebook fans okay, and then you can read the the winner, okay, okay. okay here sounds we go. good here we go the uh, the Facebook fans who there some of the people did that here we go um there you go, read out that name at the top right there, Kurt, the first All winner
4: right. we got um Kevin Fitzpatrick. There you go.
0: All right. So hit me. Hit me on Facebook with your with your address, and Sounds, we'll send he
4: gets a punter as people
0: too. He gets a punters or people too t shirt. Yeah. Here we go. Hold on a minute. Okay. we We
2: can do this too. Have him uh, have him tweet at the Eisen Podcast. Okay. Is that and what then, you do? And then we'll follow him. That way, he doesn't have to give his address. Oh, okay. To,
0: there we go. To, to eight million people. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Are we letting these guys pick their color? This t-shirt? is all random. This is random. I mean, and I'm excited to hear Kurt okay. Warner say this, this name. Go here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Go for it. Zanzibar
4: Buck Buck McFate. McFate. McFate, Zanzibar <laughs> Buck Buck McFaith. There you go. You are people's too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it, what he says. Punters are wow. good people too. Okay. Buck Buck. There we I go. I like it. Here we go. And then here is the last winner from my Facebook pages to do this. Uh, okay. Huh. Drum roll. A drum roll, please. Here we go. And you could read what he All said right. too.
4: Miguel Rangel. Yeah, what would he say? What do he write? He says punters are people too. Love the podcast. Name dropping it all.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Rich, Rich does <laughs> not
4: name drop. What you, are you guys uh, talking uh, about? Thank
0: you. Oh, oh, come please. on, Warner is an honest. Man uh,
4: No, that was all said with sarcasm, right, right here. Wait a minute, There's no doubt. All
2: right, good. Rich also doesn't Jeez. have a podcast,
0: right? Wait a well,
4: minute. I mean, exactly I mean that's the thing, is name dropping, but it's amazing how he can fit in the fact that he has a podcast <laughs> in every conversation.
2: Every single one. Every
4: conversation. He has, he has Come to, on. But that's
0: what we love about it. He us. has to Come remind on. us and we work on the show. Uh. <laughs> Come on. All right, that, that's thank what we love for, about it. Thank know. you for doing that. Oh man, and, my and for being on time too. I mean, the rest of the guys. Well, did, you know did, what? Rip? Did Amber say you should come on over? Is that, you, that what it was? Or? well,
4: she told me two fifteen. I so. know, and you showed up early. You you know, if we were taking, you know, I'm going right. to be on time. Exactly. If we
2: were taking bets on who, who did you okay, stick, so who's Warner, show who's next? There? Walking,
0: oh, Mooch is walking through the door. Mooch is walking through the door. The quarterbacks and coaches. I think Irvin. I think Irvin. Irvin
2: will probably be on time too. Wow. You know, you know who's coming last? Marshall's coming last.
4: No. I was thinking Marshall next.
0: Marshall oh, next. Then, and then Mou- then no, Mooch. You know it's Mooch next. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, after Mooch. I'm sure Mooch sure uh, on, on his schedule put a highlighter <laughs> like he's got a different color <laughs> go highlighter go for everything you else. He's he's already
2: on the plane home.
0: <laughs> or, as, or as he says, the first thing smoking. <laughs> yeah. He gets on the first thing smoking after every game is what he says. Uh, okay. Yeah. But Irvin, I don't I don't know. I don't know. He was on spot on on time today.
4: But, but that's the thing. The difference about... This one is that we're all here anyways. Now, if you were asking people to come from somewhere right. else, yeah, no. then it would be a whole
0: different you're list. You're just across you're, the lot. Right,
4: you're, you're just across the lot. But still, so, that's a far but walk. still
0: that is, that is far walk. That's a far walk. It's a far walk. It did. At-
4: I took. It took me a little while to find right. this place. I'm and- knocking on doors. I'm asking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the candy people are the ones that are pointing me in the right direction. I'm like, where's this pod? I think Rich Rich Eisen does have a podcast. <laughs> he does. And did- I think he's got his own yeah. podcast room. Does anyone know where it is? He j- he, he he j- the candy lady. Uh, the candy lady said, I
2: referred to Kelly Dixon and Stephanie Lambert. The as candy the candy ladies. ladies.
4: Well, they they had candy. They said, "I think they're doing something in here." <laughs> that's so good. So when we're
2: on the road, they they help out with setting up, you know, all the snacks. And yeah, the they do.
4: Crackers. Gotcha. Exactly. Oh, so I probably shouldn't ladies? call them the candy ladies, but <laughs> they don't listen to That's kind of what they appeared to they, me. They, they, they won't listen to so, But they pointed me to the podcast room. So well, they got you here, Kurt. They, that's they, all they got, the got me here. <laughs>
0: yes. They did, and I get I get my extra Kurt Warner. Although we may do do a podcast chat just solo with Kurt, you know, if nobody else shows up. But
4: and that's a possibility. But as But you
0: know, we've been sitting around waiting all day, right? So now that it's our own time on our own break, even though we could still be sitting around waiting, it's still on our own time. So I would, you know, it's tough to get somebody over here to do something.
4: I understand. So, but We, we I, might I, have to send the candy ladies to go find everybody. <laughs> 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 we Would just you, tell them to walk the halls, and anybody they see, send them to the just podcast. Just so as, as
0: you have also alluded to, uh, my name dropping and all that sort of stuff, uh, this podcast has created uh, its own monster. In this guy, <laughs> Chris Brockman, <laughs> over here. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, it was crazy because you have you you now have like you you started your own thing called the International Shoutout of the Week. I did. Where you just want to give a shout out to one of our international listeners. I never said, "Hey, can you come up with something?" No, I never actually, said this was she. You know, do something. This was
2: spawned the week you were on vacation. Oh, and, and then so you we come up with kind of an international the, shout well, out. Yeah, so, well, Kurt, so, the podcast is huge internationally.
0: Huge. In Bali, yes. the
2: followers are out of, out of control. We are, are we
0: up to two in Bali yet? I think we're at three. We're, three.
2: Suriname, we're at seven.
0: Okay. Suriname. Okay. You know. Right, and so uh, we get a lot of
2: international followers, and people started like hitting me up. Uh, I started getting a lot of followers <laughs> on Twitter. On where Twitter? Where at Chris underscore Brockman? Okay, <laughs> I
0: might pull, I might pull a chat. I might legally change my name to underscore. <laughs> uh, people are now tweeting at you if your middle name is in fact, is in underscore. fact underscore. If it's yeah. sort of in the way that Adam Carolla came on this show a few weeks ago and showed off. I heard. Did you hear that? Yes, I heard his it. His middle name is officially Lakers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I asked to take out his driver's license, and it really read and it. it really so said. So you should go to Maine. Next time you're in Maine, you're right. back home, okay, Chris, go change your middle name to underscore, will you please? I'll <laughs> see what I can do. Okay. Does so it
2: cost money to change your
0: name? Uh, I think Ocho did, didn't, didn't. Ocho? I didn't. think we can lend them the $15. Yeah, sure it it seriously, I, I think Thank Chad you. Johnson, it did cost some money oh, to like yeah. it Broward County, to. doesn't it? Yeah,
4: I think it cost some, but I Go for it, Chris. I
0: mean, I have to get all my documents All right, made. let's do it. I'm let's sure do the
4: it. podcast would pay for it. Right.
2: It's, it's, yeah, in, the it's in the budget. It's in the budget. Me changing my name. And
0: we can get Law an actual Twitter name instead of Topher yeah, Law. Yeah, come on, dude. Because what? It's short for Christopher, right? right. Yeah, so you what it is? Th- there's yeah, but Topher, you know, like, come on, dude. Somebody squatting on, on my name. Yeah, sorry, is <laughs> somebody at Kurt Warner? Somebody has that? Because you've uh, got the 13 yeah, in your name, right?
4: they must have. I don't remember when we actually did it, but yeah, that was... Oh, you had people set up your account. I did. Okay. Yeah they were. I was. I was resistant for quite a while. I'm like, I, I don't really need to get into that world, right? As we can, but you're you're set, good at it. Now you we like can it. fully understand. Yeah, but, but now I love it. But I mean, in many I love ways,
0: it. It. it's you know, it's a, it's a way I certain you know keep up with you, where you are. You're with your yep. kids. You're saying what you're yep. up to, and yep. you're, you send out all these inspirational Curse messages. The I mean, you yeah. you
4: it's you're, it's cool. I mean, I, that was the thing is I was resistant to it, but now I love it. I mean, where else? I mean, if you don't have your own podcast, <laughs> where else? <laughs> Can you reach out to 200,000 people or more at one particular time? Right. Any, you know, any and, time I of know. day. You exactly. know, And any kind of topic. You know, things that are going on no in, in the football world. Things that are going on in life. And it gives you an opportunity to really connect with people. And you don't have to go across the country speaking. And I love it because you can promote something you've got going. When
0: is your television show going to come out? Let's uh, start with that. Yeah,
4: my uh, you a new, new reality game? show. He's,
0: uh, by the way, he's got a reality show. On, wow. uh, on yes. USA Network. It's, not, be called the, is it not, the it's not called Judge Warner, is it? No, it is <laughs> not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not judging. It's not the Great Escape. It's
1: not anything. I'm, like. not,
4: I'm not judging anybody. But uh, it looks like it's going to come out at the beginning of the year okay. on the USA Network. Uh, called The Moment. Uh, the design of the program, the premise is that uh, people are chasing after their dream. Mm-hmm. And somehow life gets in the way. Uh, whether it be financially, whether somebody in their family maybe passed away or got sick, whatever it might be. And so they had to kind of step away from their dream. We come back in a little later in life, and we give them a second opportunity to chase after their dream. And so very similar to my story, that it took somebody giving me a second chance to be able to get back into the NFL. And then even though I was too old and I wasn't supposed to be able to do it, turn it into a great career and that's our hope is that Fantastic. we can inspire people at home awesome and the people that are on the show get a chance to to hopefully chase their dream and accomplish the things that, the things that they want to so you're really excited out, about
0: and it. you're staking out new ground for the USA network they don't have this type exactly of it's to be
4: their USA first uh, first reality show so they're just like TNT you with your show just nice. stepping into that world and and it's fun because again the premise is great it's not right a right bunch of, of garbage television where we're just following a bunch of drama <laughs> it's really giving people an opportunity that they probably would never get otherwise. Life and To change. me, that's what's that's what's great about it. Are the,
2: are the producers still casting? Because uh, you know, I started here two years ago, and I was on the high road, and then I started doing the podcast, and I've <laughs> gotten oh, life got in the way. Life got in the yes.
4: way. In the, way. My, my, the podcast got in the way from your dream. Yeah. Actually,
0: no, this is it's, probably it's, a, one a, of time, the it's a time. It's a time worn story. I know, Chris. Or, no, Rich, you <laughs> know how much I love doing. Ah. Oh boy, <laughs> you know how much. But I love. it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Did <laughs> you?
2: I heard it. I heard it, Rich. What? You have what? to bleep that out. I heard it. Wow. We will be
4: taking nominations for next season. So, there you go. Um, so if, you, if you're interested, I can get you the info. Nice. There you go.
0: You're you're still shooting it now?
4: We or? are. We're about halfway through awesome. uh, the season right now. That's the right. funny yeah. thing
0: is it's the same people, the same group that put together The Great Escape. Yeah, same put production put people, same, same too, production too, company. Exactly. Justin Hochberg and, and uh, Charlie Emerson. Yep, exactly. Charlie's so. everywhere. Charlie's everywhere.
4: Yeah, they're doing they're a lot I of good know. stuff now that's, that's that uh, some of these cool. networks are breaking into and it Twitter's so.
0: gonna be very useful exactly tool. I mean it's it's Go a great down.
4: tool just to to get it out there whether it be about nominations people being yep. involved mm-hmm. uh, whether it's promoting the show mm-hmm. um, you know it is I've really loved Twitter and the opportunities as long as as long as you know how to use it and you use it exactly. the right way. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, Who you just could got see got as... Troubled,
0: what, we heard that today. Some member of the, the Greece yeah, Olympic soccer li- team exactly. tweeted out something and she oh, got the boat. They sent her home. Oh, sent, really? Yeah,
4: She's home. missing out on an opportunity. She's worked for four Jeez. years wow. because of, of, of Twitter. Twitter. And I read an article just about two weeks ago in USA Today. Yeah. It was talking about that exact thing. All mm-hmm. the athletes over there, how many tweets are going to be sent out. They were basically oh, saying... Mm-hmm. How soon before the first person? Yeah.
0: Before the opening yeah. ceremony. Before
1: the first <laughs> hey, person. Hasn't says even it's even started even started it hasn't even started yet. It hasn't even started. I mean, so. <laughs> Kurt, when you tweet,
2: you sometimes will tweet with FB at the end. Is that what, is that football? Or Every, what does that stand everybody for? always asks me kind of, kind of that of because
4: wondered. it does. No, but actually, what it does is the Facebook. It, it connects my Twitter with my Facebook. So when I put um, hashtag. FB at the end, uh, then everything that I tweet goes right to my Facebook, Facebook. so I don't have to, gotcha. to cross over and make sure I do both of them. So got a lot it. of people ask me that just because of the football background, but it actually does represent you know, uh, Facebook.
0: Right. Got it. Got well, it. no one else is coming. This is it. This is it. Just me and you, man. Yeah, but I, 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 that's, you know, that's all I need. Well, let's who's get to who's the, the let's first let's one to, to the sign the internet, your, your podcast no, this office? No, that's not. A, who is that? Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. <laughs> so this is, this is also Damischek spot. We, we oh. do the audio. We do the audio stuff out of our shower curtain booth. Well, TVs um, and yeah, the, the TVs and the other stuff. TVs and yeah. Spot. I think that gotcha. Danushek got Steve Smith to sign that. Right? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, you're champing at the bit here. Well, you brought it up, and then. All right. So who's? We're not going <laughs> to leave me. hanging. Uh, this guy Tobias Reeling, hits me up. He's listening to the podcast. Up. Wait. Let me guess. Tobias is Tobias. Is that the Netherlands? Denmark. Denmark. International hey, shout out. Come on.
1: Come wow.
0: on.
4: See, he knows his international Denmark. audience. Come on. That is sweet. Thanks for listening,
0: buddy. Oh, here comes oh, Prime. We're oh, going to do this. Okay, yeah. we're going to do this. All right. Prime time. Thank you very much, Kurt, for coming in here. Oh, man. Everybody. Oh, Zap. Uh-oh. Wow. Uh Only one person I don't Mooch. see
4: is Mooch. There he is. Oh. There's only one oh, person that Mar- 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 doesn't. Come on, we're gonna
0: do this thing. Oh, what do I say, Marshall? What did I, do I, do say? Marshall. Right. What'd I say, Marshall's last? It's left. okay, he's it's out all all here. Right. All right, thanks, Chris. Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate it, Chris Laws. No vote. problem.
2: Let's sign off on this one.
0: Yeah, I'll p- continue to keep going. Uh, hashtag punters are people too. Absolutely. Uh, at uh, at any of our you. Twitter accounts or Wh- the Facebook, we're and we're still then giving those away. We're we got away. lots. Okay. Rich nose. That's right. You yeah, know, I, I saw I saw
4: a Fitz nose. He came over to the house the other day. He had a Fitz nose shirt huh. uh, shirt Speaking on. Speaking of name dropping, and then um, <laughs> who uh, who did I see? There was somebody going to training camp today. Water. Oh, Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray Rice knows. said Ray knows. They must know something. Ray Rice. So knows now should we be. need a Rich Nose. Come that. on, I man. I hashtag on that.
1: Rich Nose. I gotta get on that.
0: Jeez. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. That's it for this show. Now, obviously, stay tuned for the game day morning and everybody final uh, podcast. Come on in here, guys. This wraps it up for this edition of the Rich Eisen podcast.
3: Stay listening.